and welcome to the Inside Out Group podcast, where we talk about organizational leadership, systems, marketing, and more for your church or organization. Our goal is to help you redefine your culture from the inside out. Today, we want to talk about the topic, the returning. Uh, today, you have your hosts, Nathan Westfall and Michael Moore. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, uh, you know, recently there's been a lot of stuff going on at City Church. Uh, you, uh, why don't you share with us a little a little update just with everything that's been going on? Yeah, so as, as a lot of people know, uh, or if you don't know, you're about to find out, um, it's been a busy October. And so coming off of October and officially into November, uh, holiday season, I guess, is starting to kick up. But uh, one of the one of the things I think that's really cool that's going on right now, which is kind of why I wanted to hit on this topic, is we have seen a massive amount of influx of guests um, and guests who are returning again and kind of moving to that regular attender uh, place in the church. And so I was actually looking up the numbers uh, from you know this year to last year. And from Sunday to Sunday, we, we had over 100 more people at church this Sunday than we did this exact same Sunday last year. And, oh, wow. And all of this is, uh, it's, it's really, uh, it's kind of, kind of been like more of a recent thing, I guess. And so uh, it's been cool to see that. I know in September and October, we had over 100 Connect cards turned in, um, which is phenomenal, I think. And uh, so that's, you know, that one connect card could represent one person or it could represent a family of four. And so right. definitely right. seen seen a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of growth that has been happening at City Church, which is which is exciting. And, you know, with the the topic of the inside working on these systems and structure on the inside, I think that that has definitely helped affect what people will see on the outside of things. And so um, so it's it's been cool. Another thing, and I know you know this, Nathan, but I just want to let all of our listeners know, something happened to me last week that has never happened to me before. <laughs> and um, I have a black eye. <laughs> and uh, basically, it was, it was Halloween night, and, um, you know, we, we weren't going to do anything, and, and no particular reason, not a religious thing or any of that stuff. I know that's a controversial topic in itself, but uh, kids were trying to, you know, not spend money, just to be transparent with you. So we decided to go to Dave & Buster's to spend money uh, because it's half off, but we can get a little bit of a bargain. And my son was playing skee-ball, and he decided to throw the ball overhanded instead of underhanded. And whenever he threw it overhanded, I turned at the right moment, and I got decked in the eye and had a massive black eye. I mean, swollen and bubbly for days. Uh, actually, yeah, it looked the pretty bad day, the first day. Yeah, it was. I was. I. I literally stayed home half of the day and slept because of how bad it hurt. And so um, today, I was actually walking around meeting, and and I kept getting these strange looks. I'm, why? What, what is going on? And then it dawned. Oh, I still have a black eye, and everyone's probably <laughs> thinking that I got jumped and the crap beat out of me or something. So that was my first response when you texted me. I was like, Who beat you up? <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> it's uh, it it was it was a first for me. So, uh, but yeah. So uh, back to the topic. Uh, yeah, there's just been a lot of lot of good things happening at City Church. We have seen, um, you know, over 100 Connect cards turned in. We've seen a lot of new people. Both of our experience times in Albany at the 10 a.m. and the 12 p.m. are are full. Uh, are really our 10 a.m. is at capacity. Our 12 p.m. is about 80. Uh, maybe 85% full right now. Uh, I know our Rensselaer campus is doing extremely well as well. 
Um, they're starting to really get some momentum and, and seeing some good things happening. So a lot of good stuff is going on, and uh, which is kind of why I wanted to talk about the returning. And by that, we mean the returning guest is how do we get guests to return once they walk through uh, the doors of your church or of your business? How do you get a customer to come back? And so that's kind of what today's topic is about. Yeah, it's good. So so going right into it, right? As you said, we've seen a lot of growth, 100 people year over year for this year. Um, so the church is seeing a lot of it and a lot of guests walking through the doors to help these numbers. Why do you think that is? So two, two parts. Um, one is for the guests actually coming in, I think it goes back to what we've recently talked about. You know, last week we talked about uh, really developing a social media strategy. And so we've been putting a lot of effort into that and just talking to people. They're finding us either through Google searches, uh, which is SEO, or they're finding us on social media and they're checking us out. And they're following us for a little bit. They might listen to a message and then they decide to to come in. And so it's working the practical things and really seeing the practical things that we've been working on for months starting uh, to pay off with that. Uh, the, the other thing is I was actually having coffee with someone earlier today and he was talking, you know, he was like, man, there's so many new people. I don't know anyone anymore. And I'm like, yeah, neither do I. Um, and, and he raised the question, like, there's been so many people, um, why do you think they're, they're sticking or, or, um, I'm butchering it, how he phrased it, but, uh, really going back to it is, is I really think that it is because of the relationships that are being, uh, developed. And so I think we're getting people in the doors through, through marketing, through invite, people are excited, friends are coming in, they're getting saved, they're inviting their friends, they're getting saved, they're inviting their friends, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's how I think people are coming in. Um, and I think I kind of went into the next question, but yeah, go ahead with the next question. Sorry. Yeah. We'll just go just for formality. You know, why are people coming back? Yeah. I think the reason why people are coming back is because, um, and again, I'm not at both campuses and you're at the other campus. So maybe you can speak a little bit to this is, is, uh, we have been trying to be very intentional about living out our mission, um, and our values or what we call the creed. And so this is something I know at both our Rensselaer campus and our Albany campus, we rehearse and go over every week. We want to be a gospel centered community. We want to create a culture of honor, you know, stuff like that. And, and with that, we have been talking about like all of us are on the host team. Like, even if you're not technically hosting that day, we're still preparing a house for our guests to be able to walk into. And so our people, and I've, I've seen this so much recently, have been going out of their way to connect with new people and then get them connected to other new people or to get them connected to someone else who's been in the church. And so let me just give you a prime example. We had this guy who was a traveling nurse. He came into the church about uh, maybe three months ago. Uh, and, and, you know, someone on our team introduced him to other people. Uh, they took him out to lunch, hung out with him. He started coming to group. Well, he actually, this past Sunday was his last Sunday, but last week there was another new person come in. He, I saw this, this traveling nurse go up to the new person, greeted them. Now, mind you, he doesn't serve at all in the church. He's only here temporarily, but he goes up to this other new person, starts chatting with them, and he says, hey, you need to meet these people. And he literally takes him and walks him over to go meet three or four other people. Well, he came back this week. Um, it was a returning guest. And then that group of people, they all ended up going out to lunch together or they went bowling or something like that. And so 
It's these relationships being intentional about getting guests connected with other people in the church uh, besides just coming in and filling out a connect card and just leaving it at that. But really building and developing that sense of community, I think, is why people are um, coming back. You know, we can get them in through the doors, but if you don't take the next step, then they're just going to come into the doors right. and they'll just leave. And so right, right. Um, I've, I've definitely seen a lot of people building those relational um, the relational equity, essentially, into um, these different people that have been coming in and them getting involved in, in groups. And as you know, um, we have several groups that are way above capacity right now. And it's yeah. because people connecting them, come to group, come hang out with me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so it really is the relational equity that people are putting into it. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um, and you kind of already said this, but I want to make sure there's nothing else you want to cover. So, you know, uh, what does it look like for people in the church to connect? And we kind of talked about this just now where you talked about groups and hanging out on a Sunday and kind of just that, that natural invite that comes along. But what else can it, might it look like for people to, to connect? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it has to be organic. Uh, obviously, you know, if someone doesn't have anything uh, in relation to a person, then, you know, it's like, hi, I'm Bob. Hi, I'm Tom. What do you like to do? I like to fish. Well, what do you like to do? I like to play music. And then it's just awkward because they don't have any, you know, common interest. And so I think it's, it's, you know, finding out someone. So, oh, you work in the medical field. Let me go introduce you to four other people who work at Albany Med uh, or who work in the medical field. Or if you're an IT guy, for some unknown reason, we have a lot of IT people in our church, let me go introduce you to some other guys who work in the IT field. And and you try to find that common point of interest without being creepy. I want to mind you, you don't want to like pry into, you know, um, all of their personal information, but you, you try to find a little bit of information and without being creepy, you just want to introduce them to someone else uh, who has a common interest, or maybe it's they went to the same college or university, or they're going to the same college university, or maybe they're from the same state. You know, I don't know how many times we've had people who have been visiting who come into the church and they're from Texas and I'm from Texas, and boom, we're able to hit it off. And even if we don't have anything right. else in common, we can at least have a discussion about how great the state of Texas is, right? Um, I did just say that. It is a great. I know. I was going to say it's either how great the state is or how nice it is to say howdy, y'all, all all that. Yeah, and and so so trying trying to to find that, and then and then here's the other thing, and this is an area uh, that I don't think we have down right now that we are working on, and um, and it is crucial. But teaching other people on the host team and in the church how to take that extra step to go actually talk to someone and and connect people with someone who has some kind of similar or common interest with that. Um, and so that's something that we have been really over the past six weeks kind of trying to be intentional about, um, which really leads to back to our mission is, is we want to see people who are far from God come into a growing relationship with Jesus. Well, how yeah. are we going to do that? We're going to do this by finding out a little bit of something about them, getting them connected. You know, we are called to be in community. And I know Sunday is just one, it's, it's big, right? Um, but it's, it's the front door to be able to leave to intentional relationships and discipleship that takes place. And so it really is, um, I mean, I really, I really think it's that relational aspect 
that people are coming back. You know, they may not like the preaching or the worship or the music or whatever, but they know six people in that church who talked to them and cared for them and followed up with them and so forth. And so the relational aspect of it. Yeah. I don't know. No, do you, do you want to say, do you want to speak anything to, uh, to Rensselaer, uh, which actually I was corrected, which is funny because I live in Rensselaer. Uh, I was correct <laughs> today and I was told it's Rensselaer. If you say it Rensselaer, Rensselaer, it sounds like you're not from this. So do you want to say anything about Rensselaer? Because I, I haven't been there in several months. So um, Yeah, I mean, it's kind of got the same thing going where there's an invite and stuff. Um, we started out as a really tight-knit group already, which kind of helps us know, you know, who's, you know, who's in what, what area to help introduce new people. Um, but I think a lot of it, too, is we have that whole thing where um, the team that we have started over there, the city's kind of like a challenge, right? So we're kind of more out to go get it because we're the new kids on the block and right, um, right. all that stuff. So, um, you know, I would say we kind of have the same thing, but on top of that, they have the edge of just that that fresh passion, that new drive, and kind of out there to prove yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I would also say it's for if you pastor a church or if you are in church, please get this through your head. Please, 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 and pass this on to your team. Like, um, Sunday mornings are for believers. Yes, I do agree with that. Um, But, man, whenever you have someone walk in there, you have one opportunity. You literally might have one opportunity to be able to make a gospel impact. And so you can talk to your friends Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or so forth. Take an opportunity to go introduce yourself to somebody else it doesn't matter if you are serving or not just go say hi and how are you and i'm mike etc and so don't make sundays about yourself i guess that's my point with that yeah that's good so you know for that person once they're in the doors walk us through step by step what happens if i am a first-time guest all right so if you're a first-time guest this is this is what ideally should happen is that you are uh, outside, you are greeted as you are walking up because at our Albany campus, we don't have a parking lot, so most people will walk up. Um, you are greeted. Uh, hi, how are you? High five, handshake, whatever it is. Uh, if we don't recognize you, um, then it's simply, hey, I'm Mike. I haven't had a chance to meet you yet. Uh, oh, I'm Sue. This is my first time here. Oh, hi, Sue. Uh, and this is this is huge. If the door is not propped open, open the door for them because it shows honor. It's creating a culture of honor. Open the door for them, and then they will walk through the door. Uh, Usually we have a team member or two who will help them find a seat, Um, especially after the experience has started. We want to make sure that we we get them a seat. And once they're seated, during the worship experience, we will obviously, you know, uh, call for a connect card. Here's a connect card and the seat back in front of you, if you would, fill this out, which I want to go back to connect cards because that's huge. Um, But, you know, here's a connect card. Following the worship experience, bring this over to the host area. We'd love to get to meet you and and just say hi. But then also, and I don't know if you guys do this in Rensselaer, uh, we also make it a point that, um, hey, as you're being seated, go high five three or four people around you. Tell them hello. Tell them that their hair looks beautiful, whatever. Try to make it fun yep. And, yep. and quirky, and it gets people to laugh and, and cut up. And uh, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Jeez, excuse me. So it gets people laughing and cut up and stuff. And so then after that, following the experience, they go to the host area, and the host team is over there. They give them a gift. Uh, we chat with them a little bit. We try to answer any questions, which your host team needs to be informed with how to get involved with serving, with essentials class, 
um, with community groups, whatever it may be. We try to get them plugged in at that moment. And really, that's the opportunity right there where we try to get them connected with somebody else uh, to build that relational equity uh, with them. And then following Sundays, uh, they will receive uh, usually two emails. One will be just a, a generic email. Um, that is welcoming them, asking them if they have any questions, pointing them to some online resources. Uh, they'll, they'll also receive another email at the later part of the week inviting them to come back. Uh, they'll also receive a handwritten card. Uh, if they come back, uh, then what happens at that point, then we want to invite them and point them to the essentials class uh, that happens once a month. And uh, once they're in essentials, then we want to give them a clear next step to either serving in the community or to uh, being involved in a community group. And sometimes, more times than not, it actually happens that they jump right in to a community group, which is what we've seen a lot lately, yeah. uh, is that they want to get plugged into a community group and they want to they move forward with that. And so that's kind of the process is, you know, uh, as we've talked about, you know, the funnel, it's Sundays is very uh, wide and open and we try to get them to go through this discipleship or this assimilation process uh, to get them, <coughs> geez, I don't know why I'm coughing, uh, to get them uh, connected with it. But let me jump back real quick to the connect card. And yeah, so, please, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually something uh, I heard from um, Josh Gagnon, who's the pastor of Next Level Church in the Northeast. And I was like, this is brilliant. And so we are switching to this uh, this week. Um we are going to ask, hey, if you're a guest, please fill out this Connect card, holding it up and everything. And our Connect cards is literally like name, email, and I think phone number. Um, I'd like more information on, boom, boom, boom. Today I accepted Christ or today I rededicated my life. You know, it's a very, very, very simple, very simple Connect card. But what we're going to do starting this week, just to um, be able to give back and show that we want to be a giving church is for every Connect card that is turned in, we are going to donate $5 to the Capital City Rescue Mission. And it may change who we give to, but you think if we've gotten 100 uh, Connect cards that have come in in the past eight weeks, I mean, uh, you know, what is that? That's uh, $500? Yeah. $500. That just by putting your name on a piece of paper, the church is able to give to go feed the homeless and the hurting and the broken. And so that's something that we're going to start this upcoming Sunday. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. And over the course of a year, that's going to be thousands of dollars extra that the church is going to be able to give back out into the community. And it also shows that the guests have an opportunity to be able to give back without ever actually having to give financially yeah. at that moment. Yep. And so no, that's good. We're going to we're going to start that. But uh, connect cards are huge. If we get their connect card then more than likely they will come back and if they come back a second and a third time, more than likely, not all the time, but more than likely they're going to stick right. and we'll be able to build that disciple making relationship with them. Right. Yeah. Um no, that's good. What can churches or businesses do to take steps to change this in their culture if they're not seeing anything that we kind of mentioned already. Yeah, so it goes back to, and we've talked about this a lot, uh, it goes back to clearly defining your mission. Who are you trying to reach? What are you trying to do with these people? And then from there, um, you, you know, you've got your mission, and then you've got your vision where you're headed. 
and then really clearly defining the steps to be able to see your mission reach your vision. And, and with that, it really comes down to, so for us, uh, we are trying to reach people who are far from God. That's who we're trying to reach on Sundays. That's who we are focused on. Um, and so we're, when, when we're building our systems, we're trying to be intentional about having our shopper, having our guest, having our client, whatever it is, in mind of what is going to cater to their spiritual, their physical, their mental needs, and how can we take them along this faith journey with us. Uh, And so really, um, when we call this assimilation, right, in the church world, we're trying to assimilate them from a first-time guest to being a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ who goes out and makes disciples, who makes disciples. And so um, it is trying to really create clear pathways and clear next steps for people who are trying to get involved, people who are coming into the church, people who have questions, people who are doubting faith, people who have questions about uh, the Bible says this, and this is where I stand with this, and really um, be able to create those environments to be able to slowly move them from point A to point B to point C to point D. And, um, and, And this is, man, this is so huge because we've been there and we did not have this in place. Uh, and we saw people come in and they just left. Uh, but with us having it in place, we're seeing people come in, the relational equity is being built, they're taking next steps, they're getting baptized, they're getting involved yeah. in serving, they're getting involved yeah. in groups, uh, and, and then they're going out and they're inviting their friends. And so they're buying into the mission of the gospel and they're telling their friends. It's just like whenever you go to a great restaurant that just opened up and they've got a, an incredible guest experience, uh, they take care of you, the, the food is good, uh, and, and you leave and uh, they send you an email thanking you or give us your feedback or whatever it is. And it was just an incredible experience. You got to go tell everyone about it, you know? It's like Chick-fil-A. It's like Chick-fil-A, which us having Chick-fil-A, you just got to pay $300 to go eat there because it's in the airport. Um, <laughs> it's true, which I'm eating Chick-fil-A Wednesday, which I'm very, very much looking forward nice. to it. Nice. Um, but long story short is is it's really creating that experience and then creating clear next steps. And so how you can do it, how you can look at it culturally is you need to start asking yourselves like, who are we trying to reach? Does our culture and our language speak to our primary audience? Um, what are the next steps? Is it clear? Is it simple? Or is it confusing? And more times than not, we find that it's confusing. More times than not, we, th- we think it's easy to us. But if we look through our primary audience, our, our target audience's lens, we find out this is extremely confusing. I've got to go through four steps just to find out about a group, or I got to go through four steps just to be able to get an email back. Um, and, and it's, and it, it's huge. And, and let me just say this as well. And this is a, this is a preaching side rant. All right. Um, man, respond to emails, respond to emails that people send you with questions about your church. Um, if they want to meet you for coffee and you can't do it, pass it off to someone, but make sure you get back to them. Uh, because if you respond, then they know that you are actually investing into them. Again, that relational equity, they know that you care, uh, and they know that you're willing to take the step to be able to meet them where they are, which is exactly what Jesus did. And so yeah. um, I hate it whenever I email an organization or another church, and I, it takes nine weeks for them to get back to me. Right, you know? yeah. Um, 
we should be better at this. We live in the 21st century. So, so those are, those are just some, some few things is just kind of like step by step. What's the process? Who are we trying to reach? How does this align with our mission and kind of focusing in on that? And, and I'll say this, we, we have all of our PDFs and stuff. If anyone wants to email us or reach out to us on social media, we will send you all of our PDF information of what our systems look like, uh, our assimilation systems, I should say, what that looks like and, and how we've tweaked it and, and, and so forth. So I have no problem sharing that with anybody. Yeah, if anyone out there does want to look at it, they can email us podcast at insideoutgroup.org or contact us through the website. Um, so we'll be happy to send that out, as Michael said. Um, before we wrap this up, Michael, is there anything else that you want to talk about in terms of the returning guest? Um, I would just, I would just challenge people like, uh, you know, you have an opportunity and every person who walks through your door is a gift from God that God is placing in your stewardship and in there for you to steward. And so don't miss the opportunity. Like, please don't miss the opportunity and take it seriously, especially if we believe that eternity is at stake and everyone will spend eternity somewhere. Um, that's your opportunity. Invest into them. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening this week to the Inside Out Group. If you uh, want to hear more, feel free to subscribe. We are on all major platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, um, Castro, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find us online, insideoutgroup.org. Um, you can find Michael on the internet at Mike Moore, ALB, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, and at therealmikemore.com. That's all we have for this week. We'll see you guys. Thank you.